the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 96 of the page. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. You know, last week we were talking about, you know, what's going on in the in the car industry. And it's I don't think it's going to get better anytime soon. That's my prediction. But what do I know? And. I try to get information to share with you off of the MSN homepage. And I go through autos, I go to research, and I was actually talking to Jeremy earlier because we were having a problem with the computer, and he was asking about, well, why don't you check here and why don't you check there? Well, you know, somebody called me that works in a car dealership the other day, and he had an MSRP of a car. It was a 20 20 or 2021, I believe it's called a Taycan or Taycan, whatever. It's not a Tucan, but it's T-A-Y-C-A-N. So it's Porsche's electric car. And the MSRP starts at $82,700. And the gentleman that called me about the vehicle was a finance director at a Highline dealership. And he knows I know a lot of people, so he couldn't get a value for the vehicle to submit to the bank where they had sold the car. So the car had a ninety-two or $96,000 MSRP, and I reached out to a good buddy of mine that works in a Porsche dealership, and he said, Gary, I'll be back to work on Sunday. I'll be happy to get you whatever information I can, but if it's not the originating dealer, it's hard for them to print an invoice on the car. Some manufacturers only let the originating dealer print the invoice. So he was able to print me a bill sheet, and I was actually able to go on to Car Power, go to Kelly Blue Book, and all I could get was a lending value. So Jeremy's been with me for a few years now, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Jeremy on the spot. You ready? Uh-oh. MSRP was approximately $95,000 on this brand new Porsche that had 2,000 miles on it. It was a 2021. Oh, wow. Had 2,000 miles on it. Ninety-five. Let's call the MSRP $95,000. Take a guess what the MSRP at $95,000 was what Kelly Blue Book's lending value was. Oh, wow. One oh five. Okay, they sold the car for one oh five. Oh man, the lending value was one hundred and forty three thousand oh, dollars. Wow. So, 
if you have a used 2021 car that has a wholesale value already, it's probably more than the MSRP was on the car when it was brand new. Now, what everybody has to worry about, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit later in the show, it's an article that I printed, and it was, the used car market will crash. If anybody has a prediction for the used car market crashing, it's kind of like if they had a prediction for the stock market, what gold prices are going to do, everything. I believe the word speculation comes into play here. I've been telling everybody that I can talk to that I think this is going to get worse before it gets better. If you could get a new car and not overly, overly pay, and when I say overly, overly pay, not five grand over MSRP, not 2,500 over MSRP, not 10 grand over MSRP. If you can buy a new car for around MSRP and you have a nice, nice trade-in. Now, I'm not talking about a 250,000 mile, 2001 anything, okay? And I say it jokingly, but junk is junk, uh, junk is still worth more than it was worth last year, but it's not doing that crazy thing uh, like late model cars are doing. When I say late model, something that's an 18 or a 19 with low miles. So what you have to compare more importantly than ever is this. Am I recouping what I'm spending over based on what I'm getting for my trade-in. <laughs> One of the articles I want to talk about, and it's kind of a sad state, it's from 1-3-2022, and it was written by a young lady by the name of Erin Brady, and over half of American households are priced out of a used car purchase as prices soar. The price of used cars around the United States is skyrocketing. Automobile website Edmonds reported that the average cost of a used vehicle in November was $29,011, a 39% increase over the previous, previous year. The increase comes amid the sharpest inflation jump in nearly 40 years, 6.8% in 12 months ending in November, leaving more than half of American households without enough money to buy used vehicles. The numbers are not looking much better for new cars. Edmonds reported that the average new price price of a new vehicle is approximately $46,000, largely a result of low inventory caused by a computer chip shortage. New car deals nationwide only have around 1 million cars available. The price of new cars till could increase, continue to increase until the nationwide inventory increases to anywhere from 2 to 2.5 million cars. And it's I'm agreeing with this. I've never seen anything remotely close to this. It's craziness said used car dealer and I'm not going to mention his name, who's been selling cars for around 35 years. I've been around the car business starting my 32nd year right now. It's quite frustrating for so many people right now. 
The blame can be traced directly to the pandemic's eruption in March of last year. Auto plants suspended production to slow the virus spread. As sales of new cars sank, fewer people traded in used cars and trucks. At the same time, demand for laptops, monitors for people that are stuck at home let semiconductor manufacturers shift to shift production from autos, which depends on such chips to consumer electronics. When a swifter-than-expected economic rebound boosted demand for vehicles, auto plants tried to restore full production, but chip makers couldn't respond fast enough, and the rental car companies and other fleet buyers unable to acquire new vehicles stopped offloading older ones, thereby compounding the shortage of used vehicles, including tax fees, a 10% down payment, and an interest rate of around 7.5%. The average used vehicle now costs approximately $520 a month, even when financed for the average of nearly six years. Edmonds calculated to make the payment to make that payment and afford such other necessities as housing, food, utilities, a household would have to take home about $60,000 a year or $75,000 before taxes. A personal finance specialist at Nerd Wallet said in 2020, the U.S. median pre-tax household income was $67,521. The Census Bureau says the average person right now can't afford the average used car. Another senior manager at Edmonds said that while he doesn't track used vehicle prices relative to household incomes, he th- thinks November marked a record in the worst way possible for affordability. Monthly payments for the average used vehicle, he noted, were $413 two years ago, $382 five years ago, $365 a decade ago. The average November payment of $500 plus for a used vehicle is about the average that was needed five years ago for a brand new vehicle. People are having to make hard decisions, maybe cutting back in other areas. It means that it's stressful for a lot of families. One thing that they're not talking about is not only has the payment gone up, but so is the average term for your car loan gone up. When I got into the car business in 1988, we would discuss with people financing cars for 60 months. There are people that are financing their cars right now for longer than 84 months. The availability of vehicles will be tight because traditional sources of used vehicle orders turned in from leases and trade-ins or sold by rental companies have a essentially dried up. For the past decade, cars returning from two or three year leases were a leading source of almost new used vehicles. But that was when more than one third of the U.S. vehicle sales were leases, a figure now down to 22 percent. So that's 11 percent less used cars coming in just from leases. Edmonds also, because there aren't many new autos, people with expiring leases are often buying those cars once their lease ends. I'm telling you right now, if you have a lease and your lease is coming to an end, you need to find out if it makes sense to buy your car rather than just turn it in and use that as what I like to call trade bait. 
I've spoken to numerous people in the past 90 days that have leased vehicles that are coming to maturity and they have anywhere from $3,000 to $15,000 equity in their leases. If you wait to the very end, the dealership is not obligated to buy your car. Okay, which means you're going to have to make the decision to buy the vehicle. So when you buy your car out, when the dealership buys your car out of the lease, you get a check for the equity. Okay, if the dealership takes your lease return back and there was equity in the car, the lease company at the end of the lease, when they sell the car, they don't send you that check. It's very, very important, more important than ever. You cannot bother me. If I helped you lease a car, please call me before you do anything with that vehicle, even if you don't want my help purchasing a new car. Rental car companies, another source of key late-use car vehicles. You can't buy new ones. Now we're holding the, the ones they have. In the old days, rental cars used to come out of rental car service somewhere in the fifteen to 20,000 mile range. Then they bumped it up to a little past the extended, the factory warranty. Not the extended warranty, but the factory warranty expiring. Now if you go to some of these websites like Enterprise or Hertz or any of these companies that are selling their rental cars, some of these cars can have between fifty and 75,000 miles on it. Among the few consumers who stand to benefit are those who want to sell a used car and don't need to replace it. The average trade-in value in October was $9,000, twice what it was a year earlier. Twice what it was a year earlier. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 96 of the Patriot. I kind of got cut off at the end of the last segment. Remember, I'm the host of the show. My name's Gary Green, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. You know, a lot of times people will call me and they'll say, you know, they'll mention cars and they'll ask me for my recommendations. There's certain cars that I love better than, than I like better than others, and there's certain cars that y- you can't go wrong with. If somebody told me that they were looking at a RAV4, 
Accord and a CRV and a Hyundai Tucson and a Kia Sportage and a Mazda CX-5. I'm not going to talk you out of any of those cars. I don't think any of them are bad, bad vehicles. But an article that I found on Autoblog, and this was from November 24th, 2021, so approximately two months ago, these cars are least likely to have issues according to Consumer Reports. Number 10 on the list was a Mazda CX-9. Number 9 on the list was a Subaru Crosstrek. Number 8 on the list was a Toyota Highlander. Number 7 on the list was a Honda Insight. Number 6 on the list was the Mazda Miata MX-5. Now, finally, at number 5, we have an American vehicle, Cadillac XT5. Number four was a Toyota Prius. Number three was the Prius Prime. Number two was the Kia Nero Electric. And number one was the Lexus GX. So nine out of those ten vehicles were not necessarily made outside of the United States, but they're made by manufacturers that are not American cars. You know, I'm not a fan if you listen to... The show. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not ready for the electric cars. So I saw an interesting article the other day, and it scared me a little bit. And I'm going to Google it and see if I can find the article. So this article is from December twentieth, twenty twenty one, and it was from Fred Lambert, and it was about electric cars and. Tesla says it's put 2017 battery packs and brand new cars. It's a strange warning. Tesla has been adding a strange new warning about battery packs as old as 2017, putting battery packs as old as 2017 in Model 3 cars for sale. With just a few weeks before the end of the year, the delivery wave to get to the inventory as low as possible has told employees that they don't have to go all out as they usually do this quarter, but the automaker is still trying to reduce inventory to improve its financials. This includes selling demos and test drive vehicles. Tesla sells those vehicles as new in its inventory when they started to show up over the last few days. Uh, and, and I'm not bashing this. It's, it's an awareness thing. Folks, whatever you're buying. And, and I think he makes a wonderful product. I really do. You know, I, I don't necessarily agree with some of the things he does. Uh, however, uh, the big thing that uh, you want to make sure of and, and and what I do like I will tell you this it's a warning and it appears on the description of the vehicle and it's got a price of the car and it says 1564 miles available for local delivery in the Bay Area now what I do like is that it says range figures may be up to 12% lower due to the battery age. And what I like about it is it's not in tiny, tiny print. But folks, if you buy something and and they make you aware of it when you're done buying the car uh, and you know about it going in, you need to go in with your eyes open to understand these things. Uh, I've got 
quite a few friends that own Teslas. They all love them. Uh, you read about these stories and folks, you can't pick on any one manufacturer because all the manufacturers have their own types of horror stories. It's everywhere you go and it's not just the car business. You know, I was laughing. My wife's a very, uh, I don't want to call, she, she does a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of research before she makes a purchase. And she reads a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of reviews. And she hates the coach lights on her house. So we have one on the side door, one at the front door, and two on the garage. So she spent, I don't know how many hours searching the internet, going to different stores, looking for the perfect lights. And she bought these lights sight unseen online. And what I really liked about it was she sent me an email the other day and the lights have been sitting on the dining room table. She sent me an email and asked me to print off the return labels. I don't know the name of the company, but they get 47 stars out of five for their customer service. She called and said she didn't like the lights. And the gentleman on the phone said, I'm so sorry to hear about this problem. Let me send you four return labels for your lamps, for the lights. I put the label, she put the labels on, she set everything up. I, I put them in the car. I went over to Walgreens, which I did not know, has a FedEx drop-off. And the gentleman with his phone took pictures of the four labels, sent my wife a text confirming that it had been sent back. There are companies that you deal with online that I cannot stand for how they treat people whenever there's an issue. And I, I warn my children about this all the time because they'll buy things and they have a problem. And then the only way to communicate with somebody is to send emails, send text messages. I'm so old school. I want to talk to somebody. I want to have a person. It's why I don't help. If you want to buy a car at Carvana, I'm not going to tell you anything. Do your research. Look at what the problems are. If you're buying a car from a car dealership and you're not familiar with the dealership, do your homework. I'm not picking on Carvana. I'm not picking on CarMax. I'm not picking on any car dealership in particular, know who you're doing business with. You don't want to deal with the guy that says to you, you should have read what you signed before you signed it. My name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. The easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda uh, for his support and help with the clients over the years. I want to also send out a very special thanks to Bean and Auto Sales, Bobby Rabati and his family located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. Phone number is 602 722 9151. It's the original home of commercial trucks and vans. Uh, he sells primarily work vehicles. If you're looking for a 
utility bed, if you're looking for a cargo van, one of the advantages of buying a used cargo van is if the guy bought a brand new one and he spent $7,000 doing the upfit on the inside with, with ladder racks, shelving on the inside, insulation, an air conditioning unit, whatever it is, they don't recoup that money when they trade those items in. Wonderful place to do business. Once again, B&N Auto Sales, located at 15225 North 32nd Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85032. And my number, easiest way to reach me, 602-525-1370. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Uh, Adam's been wonderful throughout the years helping clients get new Hyundais, get used cars. He also does a great job, you know, with the reconditioning of his used vehicles. My name, it's Gary Green. It's the easiest way to reach me. It's, it's my phone. It's 602-525-1370. I do ask, however, if you reach out to me, and we've never spoken before. If I do not answer the phone, you're going to leave a voicemail, hopefully, with the phone number where I can reach back out to you. I don't answer phones from numbers that I do not recognize because I can't stand the solicitation thing. You know, everybody's talking about this used car market. And I'm going to talk about an article that is from... December 23rd, 2021. It's a year ago. It was last year. But it's really only three weeks. The used car market will crash. If you have a spare car sitting in your driveway, considering, consider selling it as soon as possible. It's quite likely that we're currently experiencing the that used... Wait. It's quite likely that we're currently experiencing the used vehicle market's weirdest time ever. I go with that. Carvana, CarMax, RuneShift, and maybe a hundred dozen other companies are striving to commoditize used inventories and move shopping online. Meanwhile, new car production is gone. Dealer inventories of all sorts are non-existent for the most part. Demand has been goosed by COVID stimulus payouts that makes tidy down payments. High mileage husks have moved from the remainder bins of the buy here, pay here margins over to the front lines of fancy factory baked dealerships. Will the madness ever end? And this gentleman says, of course it will. When and what will the crash look like? And I actually printed out this used car prices could crash, will they? Of course it will, but when and what will the crash look like? A new report from KPNG consulting firm strives to put the current insanity in context and how it will end or will it end? And one way or another, what the new normal may be. None of this was expected. Just as the ship shortage be- chip shortage began to take hold, 
automotive demand took off. The report explains, as vaccines rolled out and the second round of government stimulus checks arrived in early 21, consumer confidence finances rebounded. I would actually hope that the the stimulus checks were not designed, I don't think, to help you buy a new car. But what do I know? Some consumers used stimulus checks for down payments on new cars. Others were attracted by low interest rates on car loans. By mid-2021, millions of consumers, businesses, fleet owners, and other customers were back in the market. With new vehicles in short supply, dealers were able to get sticker price and higher for new vehicles. Amended window stickers for new vehicles also often reflected market adjustments far above the MSRP on the Monroney label. With new cars in short supply and more expensive, used cars became more valuable and precious. Mannheim's used car auction prices were up 44% in November 2021 compared to November 20. And this month, J.D. Powers predicted that the average used car will sell for more than $30,000. That's unprecedented and precisely how the market's working. But slowly, surely, and predictably, new car production is ramping back up to pre-pandemic levels that's going to... Packed used vehicle values. The KPMG report lays out four scenarios for the near-term future of the used car market. All fair variations of low supply, high supply, low demand, and high demand. All lead eventually to the same place where the equilibrium returns to the market between supply and demand. That, too, is the essence of markets. Low supply and high demand scenarios are seeing prices rising through most of 2022 and possibly returning by late 2023. High supply and low demand scenarios have the market peaking in early 2022 and hitting equilibrium before the year is out. The KPMG report has recommendations for automakers, dealers, suppliers, and lender. After all, KPMG is in the business of advising businesses. What consumers should do is less clear, but let's see if Rodentrack can give it a shot. A low mileage 2006 Toyota Toyota Tundra double cab is in your driveway. It's likely as valuable as it's ever going to be. So if it's a spare vehicle, now is the time to sell. If it's needed, it will be tough to replace it. Hold it and sit tight. If you need a vehicle to replace one, that has been wrecked or otherwise lost. The best strategy could be to seek out the cheapest viable machine and hold on to it for the next year or so. There are so many variables as to what's going on in the car business right now. And I will tell you this right now. There is no rule of thumb. There is no end in sight. And I still believe it's going to get worse before it gets better. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? 
Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insider 96 of the Patriot. I want to send out a very special thanks to my good friend Chad Tassan at Earn Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Arizona. Also want to thank David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. These guys really understand what it is, what I'm doing to try to help somebody buy a car. You know, I'm looking at this article and if you need to replace one that's been wrecked or otherwise lost, the best strategy is to seep out the cheapest vehicle viable machine and hold on to it for the next year or so. Think of it as a bridge, a way to keep your capital expenditure low before spending on a new or barely used vehicle when the prices aren't so lunatic. There is no rhyme or reason as to when the prices aren't going to be lunatic. Now is not the time to pay $50,000 over sticker prices. Dealers are asking for high-demand vehicles like a 1500 TRX or a Porsche 911 GT3. Actually, $50,000 over sticker for a GT3 could almost be considered a bargain in the current market. Uh, There's a vehicle that's extremely hard to find, and if you have one, it's worth its weight in gold. One of the vehicles that's really gone crazy in this used car market is the AMG G63 G-Wagon by Mercedes-Benz. I see people advertising these cars for $125,000 plus over the original MSRP, and they're a year or two old. The KPMG report includes this passage. Consumers who finance vehicles at 30 to 40% over pre-shortage values and find themselves in financial straits could walk away from an underwater car loan the way homeowners did this in the housing crisis. While this is unlikely now, default rates have actually fallen. A scenario like stagflation stall could raise low exposure. Right now, it's a seller's market. So if you can sell, if you must buy, think about it. Keeping expenditures low in anticipation of more favorable conditions in a few months. Car prices could drop 40%. By the end of 2023, as always, the best advice is don't panic. Now, I got a kick out of this, and I've never done this before, and Jeremy's going to laugh, but I'm going to read the comments because I don't normally print the articles. But if you'd like to read this article, it's KPMG. Uh, used car prices could crash, will they? And there's all kinds of graph. There's for lenders. There's for automakers. It's very interesting reading. Uh, I'm not going to bore you with all of it, but I am going to bore you with the 31 comments. Uh, first comment uh, from this article is, I fully believe a crash of sorts is coming, and I'm almost getting excited. I've been saving up for my dream car for years, and I finally saved enough to start shopping. By the time I actually pull the trigger, and I'm in no rush to do I'm hoping I have a lot of options in my price range. So this number two, I kind of get a chuckle. This guy has no idea what's going on in the car business. He thinks that everything that we're talking about is just trying to create fear. Show me any facts and actual information or data. I don't see anything in this wasted article, nothing but an attempted fear mongering. You can't expect people to just 
not buy cars for six or seven years. That's like trying to stop the American economy. It's impossible. You can just you can't just pull the wall plug and expect it to happen. You can't halt the automotive industry. Next one, it's a seller's market. Which seller? The retail one with the marketing reach or the private guy down the block trying to get the original MSRP for a car with umpteen thousand miles that's several years old. Sounds more like a haggler's market. Uh, I got to say, I, I think it's more of a seller's market than a buyer. I've heard it more times than I've ever heard before in my life. In the car car industry, the fact that they say things like this, that was then, this is now, if you don't buy it, someone else will. There are so many people that I've tried to help and, you know, I find them the car and it's one of, it's one of, and they want to think about it. Well, while they're thinking about it, someone else thought about it. It will never return to pre-COVID prices due to labor shortages and higher salaries. I hope the used car market crashes. Prices are absolutely ridiculous. A 10-year-old Miata is selling for almost more than what it cost 10 years ago. I told you I took my Dodge Challenger and had it appraised at a car dealership. I bought my car in October of 2018 and in December of 2020, I was offered as a trade-in more than I paid for my car. This is real. This is factual. This is what's going on in the car industry right now. I totaled a 2018 X5 recently. Have a replacement value policy in the insurance company. Used sales comps. The term got reimbursed. Basically what I paid for it. Going to back bank proceeds and sit on it for now. Recall my daughter's 03 X3 from college. She hardly uses it. Good, got to say, even with 150,000 miles on it, not I'm not hating zipping around with it as an interim daily driver. I love that guy's thinking. Buy only if you must. If you have an extra vehicle, now's the time to sell it. I love that person's thinking. I like the next person. I agree with the current analysis. I just sold my 2012 Tundra for more $9,000 more than the Toyota dealer offered me two years ago. And then this guy writes, especially sports cars, going to lose value far, far more quickly. Yeah, let's talk about what's going on with Corvettes right now. Okay, they're not losing value. I could use a new F-150, but my, 20, 000, my 2015 can get me through another year just fine. I wonder what Ford is going to do with all those 2021 f 150s sitting in fields with no chips in them when they are now making 2022s. 2021s are still showing up at the dealerships, and we are talking the middle of January 2022. I think we're missing the part where at least a few manufacturers... Ford specifically, but others seem to agree, are looking at a build-to-order, at least deliver-to-order strategy instead of building huge inventories. If the strategy plays out, there won't be as many price incentives to entice drivers that don't need to upgrade. The other factors, the average new car price have riven dramatically, making used cars a consideration for even more people. Folks, when new car prices go up, so do used car prices. Uh... These people are, are, are making sense from what they're saying, but I think some of it is, you know, I'm interested in what these people are saying. Uh, 
I just don't agree with all of it. Almost any of the four scenarios in this KPMG used car prices could play out. Well, imagine that, if any of the four. I doubt that we'll be back to normal by the end of 2022. One, manuf- one factor not mentioned is possibly some dealers end up with too Im- much inventory in floor plan and end up underwater. That could put banks in the business of unloading some cars. That's what happened to the real estate crash in the late 80s and early 90s. My guess, this will take until mid or late 2023. The car dealers do not have an abundance of cars right now, but he could be right. Who knows what happens down the road? While pent-up demand where new cars will release a flurry of used cars, once new car supplies ramps up, the significant supply from a rental car market will lag another 12 to 24 months, depending on the vehicle. With the advent of work for home and the rise in communication technology, I'm not expecting that business travel, the biggest driver of rental cars, will ever return to the same uh, level. I want a new vehicle, but don't need a a third new car sitting in my garage. So I have to dream and wait this one out. Not going to pay the local car dealership another six to $8,000 over MSRP. One dealer had a $62,000 Santa Cruz sitting out front. I helped somebody buy a Santa Cruz, the fully most fully loaded model. And trust me, if it was nowhere near 62 grand, this gentleman agrees, but high sell low. Bought high, sell low. Truthfully, stimulus checks should have been saved. Well, imagine that. Contracted economy with less jobs, meaning saving stimulus checks versus spending. Those people that waited to buy low will get their money's worth, especially if we go into a recession with high inflation from printing all the money from thin air. Buy a home with a stable 3% interest rate for 30 years is never be this low again in our lifetime. 1980s rates are around the corner. From what I can see, my place in the industry, 2022 production levels are still going to be down roughly 26% from pre-COVID figure, pre-COVID year-end figures. The only This only tells part of the story of a before COVID-19 light vehicle production increased annually at something to two to five percent. That means in order to get back to fully supplied demands, there needs to be an increase to not just 126 percent of where we are right now, but 139 percent of where we are right now. Taking into account a meager 3.5 annual increase in demand from 2019 to the end of 2022. Even that doesn't sound like a big deal right now. This guy's got way too much to say. Grab your beef jerky and it's going to be a long ride. This is one way for manufacturers to catch up quickly and I really hate the prospect. Electric vehicles are a lot less complex than ICE or hybrid vehicles. The shortage will likely usher in a rapid deployment of EV vehicles at the high production numbers for no reason other than simply filling lots to meet transportation needs, regardless of what consumers want. Either they will buy or they will wait. This is a tough decision to make. I bought a used 997 Turbo 6-speed with great options and low miles. In 6 of 2020 for for 70000 I looked at comps last week and six-speed cars are filling Selling for between $100,000 to $130,000. While it's hard to ignore the potential for profit, it's harder to get let go of my dream car. I don't think I will lose money on the car in the long run, but current prices are sure to stabilize in the next year or so. 
I did not replace my car. I did not take advantage of what they offered me for my car because the quick, the big question for me was, what was I going to buy? Doubt we'll see a drop of 40%. There will be very little off-lease and rental vehicles filling the used car demand pop line. Will we get back to 5% beyond new car pricing for a year old? Most likely. I agree if it's a retailable extra car in your driveway, hit the sell it now button. Folks, there's so much stuff going on in the car industry. It is it is so, so hard to keep up with all of it. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. Uh, a very important thing right now, when you're buying a car, remember this. If you buy a car and you pay MSRP for the vehicle and you don't put any money down, okay, you have to seriously consider the fact that you probably need gap insurance. I personally prefer gap insurance through the dealership at a reasonable price rather than buying the gap insurance through a insurance company. One of the benefits of the gap insurance through the lender versus the insurance company, a lot of times through the lender, it covers your deductible. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And I'm here to help you buy a car. Area code 602-525-1370. I'm here to help you buy a vehicle, not here to help you sell it. I'm I'm sorry, not here to sell you a car. Once again, easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. Very special thanks once again to Bobby Rabati and his family at Bean and Auto Sales. And they are located at 15225 North 32nd Street in Phoenix, Arizona. They're open every day. I believe they open at 9 and they close at 6. Area code 602-722-9151. Let Bobby know Gary from Your Car Insider sent you over to him. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. And that help I get from people like Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda, Chad Sasan at Rodeo Kia, Adam Breen at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, David Garcia and Alex Medina over at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear. Also, very special thanks to Rich Deshaitis and Troy. I got to get Troy's last name. Troy's the, the general manager of the... Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road. Once again, want to apologize due to the malfunction two weeks ago. I'm sorry if you missed the show. Uh, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to help. I'm not here to sell you anything. Remember, easiest way to reach me at 602-525-1370. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. I hope everybody's staying safe. I hope everybody's staying healthy. Uh, Once again, even though it's a little late, I want to wish everybody a happy and healthy and prosperous 2022. I look forward to everybody continuing listening to the show and helping as many listeners as I possibly can throughout the year get new vehicles or at least give them advice for them to be able to make the correct decision at this crazy time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.